So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan always having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. Welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right. Welcome to this episode where I interview Michelle, a superstar client from uh, our Academy and Evolution program. How are you doing today? I'm good. Doing great. <laughs> nice. Yes, I'm excited to, to have you here because you're another inspiring um, story that I think is, uh, is amazing to share um, with our listeners who are mostly also vegan and uh, what I also observe more and more people um, that listen to my podcast or follow uh, my story on Instagram. They also like um, are like mother of kids and have like a fa family going on. Not everyone is vegan in the family. So I think um, there's also a story that you can share your takeaways in that situation. Um, and I think that's why it's super valuable. And I super excited to interview you. But just as we start this, um, just a little bit about you. Um, like, um, what's your name? Where are you from? Uh, what's your vegan story? So what made you go vegan and, and why? And uh, yeah, super curious. All right. So um, my name is Michelle. I am from Ohio. I lived in North Carolina for uh, I guess seven years and then moved back to Ohio. So I actually started my vegan journey while I lived in North Carolina, which is like barbecue country. <laughs> There's pork <laughs> everywhere. And um, so I, of course, like most people watched like different um, Netflix documentaries and that sort of thing. And I think that's kind of where I first started to kind of rethink. Well, actually, if I back up back in graduate school, I went to grad school here in Ohio. I did try going vegan um, for a while, but I was just like eating. Um, and this was several years ago before there was a lot, uh, a lot more options as there are now. Um, and so I was just eating like morning star stuff and, you know, easy to make, but like vegan junk food, but I wasn't like, oh, let me actually get some vegetables and roast some vegetables and that sort of thing. Um, so that lasted about a month. And then I was like, yeah, vegan's not for me. I'm not going to do that. Um, I did, it did help to cut down on meat, I guess, but I was like, yeah, vegan, that's not going to happen. So then... So then um, coming to, um, I guess it was four years ago that I was just like, after watching some documentaries, I was like, oh, this is a lifestyle that I can actually pursue. And so that's when I actually started to um, look up like, oh, how do I prepare tofu? How do I um, get more vegetables and fruit and, you know, just live a plant-based lifestyle? I did go back and forth with cheese <laughs> because mm. cheese is delicious. Mm -hmm. um, but also I'm lactose intolerant. So dairy just isn't good for me. It's not good for anyone, but it's really like I have physical reactions to it. And so um, I just, you know, eventually was just like, okay, we need to, we need to stop this. So it's kind of nice. Your program. 
No, that's great. Uh, thanks for sharing that. Um, cheese, I think, is one of the products um, that a lot of people still feel hard to give up when, when going vegan um, yeah. because it's, it's just like tasty for most people and they don't see an, an alternative they can eat. And um, I totally understand. Like I, for me, it was pretty similar. I was eating a lot of dairy products, a lot of cheese. Um, but just as a quick tip, I mean, you, of course, made transition. Um, just as a quick tip for listeners, you will get used to not eating cheese. Like if you eat vegan for like two to four weeks, you get used to it because cheese is just this addicting combination of salt and fat. And that's why you love it so much. But if you don't eat it for some weeks, then you, you won't crave it anymore and you will get used to it. And like the alternatives are getting better and better, right? So um, that's cool. Thanks for sharing that. Um, we have, have a third. Sorry? <laughs> My daughter's right here. Yes, we have a third podcast guest right now. Um, <laughs> your daughter's in the house. That's great. Um, no, it's all good. And also, it's a big topic of the podcast. Um, but before we dive into that, I'm actually curious what made you like, what was the situation, situation like before joining the program? And what made you decide to join in the end? Um, and why do you want to work with me? Yeah. yeah. So I, um, it's super embarrassing, but like twice in the span of like six months, I had people ask me if I was pregnant. And wow. so I was like, yeah, this, this something has to change. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I, I mean, I wasn't eating poorly, I guess. Um, I was eating too much, like looking back, like I was eating too much of, you know, not enough good stuff. I definitely wasn't getting enough protein. Um, I wasn't, um, I just wasn't being very intentional about like my calories and my macros and that sort of thing. And so um, I started looking at, looking on Instagram for like different meal options and how do I plan this? Like there's like the high carb, um, the high carb vegan, um, plans that people have. And then I even tried like vegan keto and, um, I've done like the juice fasting and all that stuff. Like, I feel like my whole life I've always done some sort of, um, weight loss plan. And so then looking at your, uh, Instagram page, it was, it was very, um, <clears throat> like it was just, it just made sense. Like, Oh, why would you, always deny yourself like that's not going to last <clears throat> excuse me that's not going to be a, a long-term plan so that's why I when I saw your plan um, or like the different meals you post I was like oh that actually looks like something you could always eat you know and so I think that's what I've been looking for something a meal plan that's not just like oh for this you know these next 10 weeks only eat this you know and you'll never be able to have anything else. So, you know, like that, I think a lot of plans do that. Um, it's like cut calories for six weeks and then you're on your own. Um, and that, you know, it's like, oh, I lost five pounds or something, but nothing that's actually long-term. Um, if you even stay on it for those six weeks or whatever. So for me, I've tried, I feel like I've tried so much and it just doesn't work. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing. I think so many people can relate to that. 
Um, I, that's just something I observe in the vegan, in the vegan community and the vegan movement. I'm just wondering like why, like people go vegan and then they restrict themselves even further, like vegan keto diet or like vegan juice dieting or raw vegan diet, whatever it is, um, or like high carb and stuff. And it can be like, it just teaches you to restrict yourself more. And it's like an ex exclusive diet instead of an inclusive diet we want yeah. to have an inclusive diet where you can include things instead of saying you can't have this you can't have that um and it's important to find a balance of the right approach to get the results the right macros but also the foods that you enjoy eating um and fitting them into that because then it's sustainable right then you can uh, follow it for and make it life was super important right because you I work a lot um, and then you also have of course your daughter and um, you cook for yourself separately then from your your partner right so can you share a little bit about that how you've been yeah. dealing with that like i think it's super inspiring for me how you still manage to always show up like hit your macros go to the gym how have you been managing to manage a family um mm -hmm. and like cook for uh different different people for yourself and then also making sure you stay on track and crush your fitness journey Yeah, I think um, I'm a planner, so I definitely set, make sure I set aside like, okay, this is the time that we're going to do the meal preparation. So I prepare my food. I do meal prep for myself, um, usually on Sundays. And then uh, my daughter doesn't eat a lot of stuff. <laughs> so we have pretty, um, we kind of know what she's going to be eating or whatever um, during the week. And we pack her lunch, you know, each night we've started packing her lunch together just to give her some more responsibility. Um, and then the same for my husband, uh, we figure out like, okay, what are you going to eat on Sunday before we go grocery shopping? Like, what are you going to eat this week? So it's a lot of planning as far as like Monday through Friday, what are we doing? Um, and then, so for us, for example, This week, um, I cooked in the evening. I didn't uh, prepare my uh, meal ahead of time as far as um, like cooking everything because it doesn't taste good after a few days. I didn't want it to get like mushy. And so basically for me, I after work, I went for a walk and I picked my daughter up. And then I, whenever I got home, I started pr to prepare the food, put it in the oven took a shower and then, you know, come back down, get my daughter's food, my husband's food ready. And then, um, you know, my food's coming out of the oven. So based on like, I knew I had to bake my food, I was able to say, oh, I can shower during this time or I can do X, Y, Z during that time while it's baking. If it's a different type of meal, um, I may, um, you know, measure out all of the vegetables ahead of time, you know, on Sunday. And then that way I can just throw it all together whenever I get home and I'm ready for dinner. Um, and the same, you know, like for my daughter's meals, as I'm basically, as I'm preparing my stuff, I'm preparing her stuff. So it's a pretty nice. busy time in our kitchen, but um, we really commit to that, you know, each evening we commit to that each evening, making sure, you know, we have time to get dinner ready. Even if, so we usually, for example, eat around six, but we had an activity um, the other week where we didn't get home until seven. 
we still took the time, like we could have said like, let's just stop and get fast food or something, but we still took the time um, to prepare the food and, you know, get everyone in bed by their bedtime, <laughs> so. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, no, I like that, I love the commitment on that and planning really is a huge game changer, of course. Um, and that's also important like when we go back to these other diets that you tried before and the diet that you have with our program. Um, if you would like follow an 8-10-10 diet or like a raw diet or whatever it is, like that is more restrictive, vegan keto, then you would come like home like at 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Then you still have to put an extra like, my, like effort, an extra mind space into, okay, what can I actually eat? Like vegan mm -hmm. keto, like I cannot eat carbs. Um, or I can't eat cooked things. Then now you just have like the meals that you that fit into your macros that you know work for you for you. That hits the protein, that hits the carbs, and yeah. um, you pretty much like what we always um, try to teach. Or what we teach is that you pretty much stick to the similar meals um, throughout like a few weeks, so it's easier for yourself. So have you find like um, have you found like a meal combination you like best that it just works for you that is super efficient? what is that um like from the like specific meals yeah yeah you could say or like what are you currently doing that works very very well for you well this week i just started uh i just tried the protein cake and that is super good before that it was the protein oats for breakfast i'm saying um mm -hmm. so um for me the protein oats i'm able to prepare them ahead of time um, and just, I put them in Mason jars and then I just have my jars for all the days of the week. Um, and it's super simple. It's very tasty. I love that. Um, but this week I started the protein cake. Um, and that is really, really good. Um, I think my high school, like I work at a high school, I think we might be going nut free and it has peanut butter in it. So I have to, I might have to rethink that. Mm. Um, all right. Yeah, I think there's peanut butter in the protein oats too, but not as much. So, but anyhow, it's really good. And I love peanut butter. Um, and that's probably one of the reasons uh, I enjoy the breakfast so much because it does have the peanut butter in it. It's very filling. Um, but anyhow, so those breakfasts work well for me at work. I take them with me to work. Um, you know, I just add the hot water to the protein oats. I just microwave the protein cake and everything's fine. And then for lunch, I definitely, um, do well with like the chickpea salad or the falafel salads. Um, this week I did the vegan chicken pita. And so that, so salads work really well or the spicy seitan bowl, things like that, where I can make time. Yeah, I make where I make them ahead of time and I don't have to worry about um for example, there's a the tahini pasta with smoked mushrooms. That one's not good ahead of time, right? Like if I cook the pasta like 3 days out, it's going to be mushy um if I put it all together. And so um meals where I can put them together on Sunday and they last several days, those do really well for me. Um whenever I'm thinking about like preparing for lunch, preparing mm -hmm. my food for lunch. So cool. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we want to make it as simple as possible for our clients always. So for breakfast, 
like no complicated stuff just like something you can put in the fridge overnight or like that you can put together very fast in the morning for mm -hmm. lunch usually like very light things like a salad like a sandwich or like pita bread it's also yeah. like done in a few minutes yeah um, so that's important for us and i'm glad that you it works for you what yeah. what were the main things that you learned um throughout the program so the first um 12 weeks in the academy then now yeah. you're in the so what were the main things maybe you learned in the first phase with us well, yeah i think definitely the whole like weighing yourself every day i was kind of like mm, i don't know if i like that you know but then realizing um the point of it as far as like getting your average throughout the week like that was a game changer for me because I had always thought like oh let me you know weigh myself one day a week but I'm not gonna weigh myself on um, Saturday if I ate out on Friday you know what I mean and so it was just this this weird thought of well if I weigh myself on the correct day then I'll get the weight that I want you know um, so that was huge for me as far as like, you know, you weigh yourself every day um, and then you get the average and then you can actually see yourself making, um, I guess, not gains, but you know, making progress. Making fat loss <laughs> gains. Right? Gain. I don't want to gain. Um, so you can actually see yourself making progress and then uh, also learning how to eat out um because that week that i went on vacation it was i was really worried um but it was really helpful to just kind of have a guideline as far as eat a lighter breakfast eat a lighter lunch that sort of thing or you know if you're eating out for breakfast then um eat accordingly for the remainder of the day um and that's not something that i necessarily ever thought about as far as like you know, make the right choices ahead of time. Um, it was just sort of like, well, you know, I'm going to eat out and I'll just, I'll do what I can or I'll, I'll um, maybe limit myself whenever I go out and not enjoy myself as much. So I think that was definitely, um, it was different for me. And then just the whole idea in general of getting more protein because that's not something you know, I feel like um, as vegans, we're very protective of like, oh, we don't need meat. We definitely get enough protein. And we, we don't, you know, like unless you are intentional about it, you don't just get enough protein. Um, so that kind of thinking back to how I was eating or how I was eating to how I am now, I, I feel like the protein definitely makes a difference in um, you know, me being satiated and me, uh, am I working out and that sort of thing, having the energy, having the, uh, the ability, the wherewithal, I guess, to actually get through a workout, uh, some strength training, uh, it makes a difference. Yes. I love that share. I love it. No, but firstly, with eating out, um, absolutely for us, it's important that you have guidance wherever you are, like, um, whatever you have going on, these can sit, stay on track um so it's, i'm glad that you found this helpful and yeah the protein that's a huge um that's a huge message a huge learning for you um i totally agree like unfortunately let's say someone switches from an omnivore diet to a vegan diet and from eating chicken as a protein source to eating chickpeas instead like there's a big difference between the protein amount and you have to be intentional about it 
if you want to hit the right amounts to actually build muscle and to lose the fat and also be satiated. So the reason why a lot of people in the vegan, um, like in being vegan, they struggle with snacking, just eating too many like foods throughout the day is because they're just not satiated. Like if you only snack on like lower bars, fruit, nuts, and um, like veggies all day, then you don't get enough protein in and then you will never satiate it. The reason why protein is so awesome on one side because of the transformational, um, of the transformation that you create with that, with your intake, but also that you're way more full uh, with, your, with your meals throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why people, we have people eating, I don't know, anywhere between 1,500 to 1,900 calories sometimes, um, and they're still, like, still are satisfied, not like starving. They're still satisfied and um, enjoy their meals. So that's great. It's yeah. awesome. Um, so now I'm curious, what were the results in the 12 weeks in the academy? So what, um, like the raw numbers, what, what changed on your body composition? Yeah. And what changed around your, um, your mindset, your lifestyle maybe as well? Yeah, I don't know. I forget how many inches. I'd have to, let me see if I can pull up my app. Um, I definitely lost inches. And then um, just looking at pictures from the start to now, um, you can definitely see a change, uh, especially when you look at my back, there's like a very discernible role previously. And now that role has pretty much, it's faded a lot. Um, so that's been huge. And definitely, um, my, my clothes, I was pushing, I was like a size 12 pushing 14 and now I fit into my size 10 clothes easily so um and there's some pants that i just can't wear anymore because they're too big um so it's annoying but it's a good thing so i'm (laughs) annoyed that darn i like those pants but i'm so glad i can't fit them anymore um and then i lost i'm not sure exactly how much weight i lost but it was like more than 10 pounds um so and that's kind of where I was at the end of the Game Changer program. So um, I'm sure at this point there's, I've lost some more or I've lost some more inches. Um, so I think it's, it's yeah, going yes. well like physically. Yeah, physically there's, it's, there's a visible difference. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. So I work, um, I'm at a school and so I was gone over the summer and then whenever I came back, like people were like, oh yeah, I can tell, like you, you did something differently. It's like, yeah, I did. (laughs) Nice. Yes. Yes. No, it's great. That's, that's great to hear. I have the numbers right here in front of me, just like if people are interested. Um, so you started at around 159 pounds, um, was like your starting weight. And then like right now, um, a few months later, like from July to September is, um, it's two months or what, what is that? First July to September. Yeah. That should be two months. Now we're at like 150 pounds was your latest weigh in, right? So around 19 pounds until now. So that's, nice. that's great. Um, and your, your measurements, maybe we can pull them up as well, but that's all good. Like just for the listeners to have like a, um, what they can imagine, like how much, how much you lost and uh, yeah, if you can crush it, like really considering, uh, really want to acknowledge you, like considering your tough schedule and you have so much going on, um, yeah. you still always showed up and got in those steps, hit those workouts and of course also crushing nutrition. So yeah. we want to acknowledge you for that, like making your health, yourself a priority. Um, so you yeah. can get this handle like once and for all and like stop just like 
trying around different things and searching because that's a lot of time being wasted, a lot of motivation being wasted. And um, yeah, I mean, to- it's defeating whenever something doesn't work, right? Like you, you try, you try it for however long, and then it just doesn't work long term. It's very defeating, you know. And so it makes you just say, well, what's the point? Like this is never going to work for me. So yes, yes, and you feel now with this approach that we taught you that we're working on toward towards you feel like that this seems more sustainable for you or what's your take on it? Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's not like the, the amount of calories that um, I know that it's going to go down, like as I lose weight, but it, what it didn't start out at like, Oh, well here eat 500 calories a day. <laughs> like I didn't, I feel like a lot of programs start out like, Oh, we want you to have this quick weight loss and we want you to starve yourself for the first few weeks and then that's when people quit like that's when i quit for sure um and so yeah the program was like here are um these meals that you'll actually be satisfied with and here are these workouts that are difficult but they're doable you know um so yeah it's actually it is sustainable for me nice i love it cool so what's maybe your number one tip um for yeah, maybe other like mothers out there that are also um, maybe, maybe the whole family thing, maybe they're the only vegan in the family. What mm-hmm. is your number one tip to them when it comes to um, how to make the fitness journey work, how to make it fit into their, into their schedules? Um, what is yeah, I mean, I, I guess for me, I don't, I don't know. I just have to do it. Like I just, I have to, you know, like be willing to make certain sacrifices. Like sometimes, like I just don't feel after work, I just don't feel like doing anything, but I know I need to get my walk in. Um, and I just have to, you know, I'll sacrifice like taking a quick nap or, you know, sitting down and vegging out in front of the TV. I'll sacrifice that to actually go for a walk because that's what I was doing. Like I would veg out in front of the TV because I'm just exhausted at the end of the day. But the, you know, as I go for a walk, I have a podcast, a podcast playing. So that's kind of how I get my entertainment. And so um, I guess, especially for anyone who works full time, like just don't, don't sit down after work, like keep moving, keep going until it's like bedtime and then it's like okay now I'll sit down because if you sit down you're just not going to get anything done I personally work out in the morning because I know by the end of the day I'm not gonna feel like it Um, I do go on walks after work but otherwise you know if I don't do my workout in the morning I won't do it so I guess that's two tips like (laughs) don't sit down after work and work out in the morning I love it yeah that's amazing totally agree um, I totally agree on that. Um, so yeah, that was super valuable, Michelle. Um, I'm excited to that we keep working together for the next year in the evolution program and really make this sustainable, like intuitive eating, intuitive training, and much more to come. So I'm excited about that. And just like keeping this this awesome inspiration um, and this action taker towards your health, uh, it's really amazing. And um, that's what I want to share your story. And I think it was super helpful um, for the listeners as well. So. Thanks so much for joining. Any last words? Um, no, just, I mean, be willing to make the sacrifice, I guess. It's, it's yes. worth it. 
it's it's 100 worth it awesome i love that thank you so much for sharing thank you so much for listening to the listener um if you enjoyed this episode uh leave this podcast a rating on itunes and leave it a review as well so we can grow this vegan movement all right to the next level so thank you so much for listening and peace out let's make those gains and save the planet peace out yes yes <laughs> what did you think what an amazing episode again i hope you enjoyed it and if you did please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on itunes it's very much appreciated we'll hear each other in the next episode until then keep up the vegan vibes